right. Can you hear how tall she is? I can. <laughs> you know, that's a great question. Uh, I, I think I would guess she was tiny. Yeah. The music does. It's tri- it tricks you that way, you know? It's, is it's she, yeah. It feels like she could be a tiny girl at this Taylor Swift, yeah. but she's a tall woman. So she's not, none tall. of the loneliness of a tall, tall woman. No, know? yeah, no, but she's would, bubbly. Yeah, she's got, she's got tiny girl bubble. All right, welcome to entertainment, entertainment, and entertaining conversation with comedians Justin Angermeyer and Caitlin McKay. I'm Caitlin McKay. I'm Justin Angermeyer. We were starting off with uh, the tall Taylor Swift, "Shake It Off," because we want to talk about Rihanna's halftime show. Yeah, and we're just letting her know, shake off all the dumb hate she's getting. Yeah, the the it's insane. It's it's out of control. It's abs- I, yeah, I can't believe people feel like my big thing is I just can't believe people feel this strongly, one way or the other. You know what I mean? Like it's like how do you feel this strongly about are any you, of this? Yeah, like, yeah. Are you not entertained? Like, yeah. what do you fucking want? Yeah, because what are the big? All right, what are the big complaints right now? Just that it was boring. Like, I don't know. Honestly, I think the my phone just kept sending me this article from um, page six saying that it was like the worst lip sync of all time. But again, I didn't. I thought there were a few moments where it seems like she was. Yeah, like you said before, like she was just singing over a backing track. Like, yeah, I, I, and I thought her voice faded out a couple times when. But also, she was clearly like, like clearly she was singing over backing track because you could hear her in some of the classic songs where you know how the. The recording of the track is going to go, and then she did something different. So clearly, she was singing live a little yeah. bit, but also, um, who wouldn't lip sync or have some kind of backing track when you're playing in front of a fucking stadium? Like, yeah, that, you need a, you need a backing track unless, okay. unless you're a croaking Bruce Springsteen where it doesn't really matter because you can basically just scream. Yeah. Yeah, or, yeah, you know, sing a dumb rock song. Yeah, like any of those. Like when it was that era after Janet Jackson when they had it was like Bruce, Tom Petty, yeah, Paul McCartney. I'm pretty sure I could sing "Running Down a Dream" to a microphone. <laughs> yeah, Running Down a Dream. Right, but you're not doing choreography and you're not doing fire. Like, there's no other. Yeah, like, yeah. You're just a rock. You're just a guy standing they're singing if you're yeah. a, if you're like doing choreography if you're running around like you're gonna have a who gives a shit yeah no no it's it's weird to me the like because that what, what i was thinking about a lot was like what was it two three years ago when j-lo and shakira did it and everyone loved it oh really went okay. crazy like yeah. people like they were people like this is the best show ever and it was just because they were shaking their asses. Like, that mm-hmm. was the whole thing, was that they just had their asses out and they were shaking their asses. So I don't know how you could have such a positive... And I thought they had, they, that show was great. I thought Rihanna's show was great. Yeah. I don't understand how you have such a negative view of this. Just as far as the overall discourse around this halftime show goes. people are... Uh, unfortunately, anyone with, their, with thumbs now can be a cultural critic. And <laughs> yeah. Like, so that's what you get, is just yeah. dummies who... I don't even think people even go to concerts anymore, so they have no idea that, like, this is just production in order <laughs> yeah. to pull a stadium show off. You're gonna, yeah, yeah. Like, ridiculous. And I think Gaga might have done, like, a little bit of backing track, but she also sang live when she was just sitting at the piano. Yeah. Because you can see her at one point during Gaga's. I remember she took, like, a big breath. Yeah, yeah. Um, But it's like if she's at a piano, yeah, she can sing into the mic. But if she's up, like, dancing around, she's probably going to have a backing track because she has to take a breath. 
Yeah, no, you need a backing track to do a show like that where there's yeah, so much of it is choreography. Also, like, who yeah. gives a shit? Rihanna, That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Rihanna didn't give a shit. She was like, at sometimes she would just take a break and like laugh. Yeah, like, she was. Yeah, no, she was <laughs> clearly enjoying the moment. There was a few times she I thought it was endearing, where I think she was just kind of soaking it all in, like just looking around yeah. the stadium and just like enjoying it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought she was great. Uh, I yeah, I thought the platforms were cool, like the hang the. All the platforms going up and down. I was into that. I liked the, you know, her red dress with the white. Yeah. With all the white surrounding her. I thought the color blocking was kind of cool. Okay. Initially, I thought it was cool that she opened up with Bitch Better Have My Money. Like, that's pretty bold. Yeah, yeah. And it's Mm -hmm. like, just saying like, okay, attitude. Like, here we go. Attitude. She didn't start with diamonds. She didn't start with like, you know, um, fell in love. She started with Bitch Better Have My Money. And as someone who said, I hope it's not Bitch Better Have My Mommy. It It wasn't. It wasn't. It It was like, she she was pregnant, but she was still like popping her pussy. No, yeah. She was doing like. Like stank face, the, stank face, stripper moves, yeah, yeah, laughing. It was like attitude, Rihanna. Yeah, yeah. I was happy it was, with it. It was. I, I agree. I thought it was a good. I thought it was a good show. The only thing I didn't really like the costumes. I have to say, you mean the the outfits, like the kind of red and white. Like I thought, it was, I liked the red and white. I thought the outfits looked a little Uniqlo couture to me. Okay, <laughs> like it was just. I don't. It was fine, and I, I get like the color blocking and like maybe making it look visually appealing. If you're sitting in the stadium looking down, like maybe there was consideration for people who are just sitting yeah. there watching it, and you yeah, see this yeah. kind of like color show. Yeah. But for some reason, yeah, I just thought the outfits were. And here was my other thought, not to go on about the costumes, but Rihanna does such good coat work. Like Rihanna, when Rihanna has like a like a trench coat on. Yeah, I, I think. I thought I read that. I guess that coat was a homage to, I, I think, like an older black artist. Andre that, Leon yeah, Talley, yeah, who yeah, yeah. I fucking love. But yeah, I'm yeah. saying the coat came out way too late. Mm. Because she, like, if you watch, like, her old, like, anti-tours. Like, okay. She does, like, a lot of, like, attitude with coats, like, on, off. Yeah, yeah, off okay, the shoulder, okay, okay. Pop in the coat, yeah. pop in the collar. Okay, okay. So I thought the coat, I was like, where's a coat? Like, she needs a goddamn coat to, like, yeah. you know, like, pop her shoulders. Yeah, yeah, so, okay. And, and. I love it. like her Andre Leon Talley, he's like a like a classic uh legendary fashion vote worked for Vogue, like was this like I love Andre Leon Talley, right? Yeah, his book. big time. Oh my god. Big he's, time, yeah. He's yeah. great. And he he I think him and Rihanna had a connection because she would show up at like the Met Gala and he would just like lose his mind over her, obviously. Yeah, like, okay. He just thought she was like she anyway, so I think they had like a relationship <laughs> um in that way. So like, I love the Andre Leon like no no one's paying homage to Andre Leon Talley. So yeah, like, yeah. fucking awesome. Like, yeah, yeah. He is great, but I just think the coat came on a little too late for me. Interesting. <laughs> I know, interesting take. Yeah, yeah. What, what else did you, did what you else? write down here? I think Pour It Up was my favorite moment, the Pour It Up song, because that's when she got the most strippery, mm, I feel like. Yeah, okay. And um, I just feel like that was my favorite. Number. I like that she did all the lights. I just was going to say that. Yeah. When all the lights started, I was like, is Kanye coming out? That would, yeah, I mean, Cause that, that would have been wild. Because wasn't all the lights from... That's a Kanye song. Yeah. That's on, that's on uh, Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. She, I, I mean, she... Uh, I love that song. She She's great on it, yeah. That's where it's like, cop lights. Flash lights. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, I love that song, too. So I was like... Fergie's got a great uh, verse on it. Oh, I didn't know Fergie Yeah, was yeah. Wow, interesting. Unemployment line. <laughs> she's like, I didn't know that was Fergie. Yeah, Fergie's, Fergie's on that. She's, she has a verse on it. What? Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Great. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, so, yeah, I was like, oh, my God, is Kanye coming out? That would have been... I mean, she couldn't do that. She would get Yeah, killed. she couldn't do that. She but couldn't do I that after. I would have fucking been, loved it. Been, it. Just interesting to even, like, 
to even have that go, you know what I well, mean? Well, could it have been like, hey, everyone, stop paying attention to crazy Kanye. Like, let's just have him do mm. all the lights. Like, like yeah, we yeah. just need to ignore Kanye when he's saying anti-Semitic things and not give him the attention <laughs> that he's clearly looking for. Just, do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's just... Let's just have him come out and play a hit song. <laughs> yeah, That's great! Just get back to the music on Kanye. Yeah, yeah, why not? Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Anyway. <laughs> Whatever. And then, then he, they... She followed all the lights with Run This Town. So I thought that yeah, was... Yeah, Kanye Jay-Z. Yeah, so yeah. I thought it was like mm-hmm. Jay-Z was going to come out, but I think it was maybe just like a cool homage to them. I think something. cool homage, too. I yeah. think it's also interesting for her to do uh, those songs without... Because I feel like at the Super Bowl recently, like that's been a big thing where like it's just all guests performing. Like, it's mm. like, you know... And so it was kind of interesting to see her do songs where you clearly think the guest is coming out, but... Not. Yeah. Uh, it was interesting. I thought I liked it. It was. But I like. Yeah. I think the over the top insanity negative is is crazy. It's uh, absolutely insane. Because yeah. it's as I was watching, it was also just cool to watch Rihanna do like a twenty minute concert. Yeah, you she was, I mean? it was just good. It was just good entertainment. Yeah. It was just good entertainment. Yeah, she's she's great. One of the best for generation. Uh, I I enjoyed it. Yeah, I thought it, I thought it was interesting. She didn't do a ballad. Which I guess you're doing a Super Bowl halftime show, but she didn't do like Love on the Brain. She yeah. didn't do um, Stay, which I feel like she is kind of known for these like, she does have a few solid ballads. Yeah, she does. Yeah, she's good at them. But definitely. I guess like who cares? It's a Super Bowl show. Yeah, just keep it moving. She kept it more party vibe, you yeah. know, upbeat. Yeah. Which, which I guess makes sense, you know. Anyway, I, I liked it. I, I think it was solid. And then so I, I posed the question, who do you nominate for next year's? Yeah, uh, okay. Halftime show performance. Um, do you have any thoughts or? Um, I uh, my my brain first went Outcast. Like, let's get Outcast yeah. together. Get them get them back together Are and they out back there. Together? I, I think they did like um, I, they did like uh, one of the festivals. Um, like Coachella, or not? Yeah, I think Lollapalooza. I think they did like. I think like the year before the pandemic, they they did like a reunion at Lollapalooza. But other than that, I don't I don't think they're like making new music. Where are or anything they from? Like that. Atlanta. They, Atlanta. They're Atlanta. Yeah, there should be like a. Yeah, they should yeah. do like if they did West Coast, they should do like. like yeah, it would be cool. Southern he, rap. Yeah, like, no, you know, totally. Not yeah. like the Outkast can. They could do their own halftime show. They'd be awesome. But they yeah. could get an Ellie out there. Get like yeah, yeah, you know, like, yeah. No, no. Now I'm like I'm like blanking on other southern. Uh, you know, Lil Wayne is a southern guy. I yeah. think. Um, yeah. I think that would be so. Okay, Outcast is what my brain went first. I'm also kind of like after this hour, I'm like just have Rihanna do it again. Just like just like bring Rihanna out again. Yeah. yeah. Who, were, who were some of your? Uh... My first thought was Jay Z, obviously, but I think mm. he. Um, He's been offered it before, and he. Cause I looked it up because I was like, "Wait, how has Jay Z not done anything at the Super Bowl?" That's a good point. Yeah. How... But, um, apparently, he was offered it. Like, I think maybe right before the pandemic, and they said, "Okay, you can do the halftime show, but you have to bring out Rihanna." And maybe it was Kanye. But this was before Kanye went pre, like, completely yeah, pre, insane. like crazy. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he was like, I'm not bringing anybody out. Fuck you. It's wow. just, it's not just me. Like, why are you making me have guest stars? Which is tr- absolutely true. Absolutely. Yeah. You shouldn't, if you, if you want to bring a guest star out, it should be your option. You shouldn't, it shouldn't be part of the yeah. gig is you have to bring. Yeah. Like, he's uh, yeah. Like, I don't need to do this. Yeah. Like, I mean, no. Yeah. Like, would they ask Dave Grohl to bring out, you know, whoever, no, Kristen Novinsky? What, what's the other guy's name? Chris uh, Novoselic. Novoselic. Or, yeah. God forbid someone from like Coldplay or something. 
Yeah, like, God, yeah, yeah. Has to bring yeah Chris Martin out there. Which yeah, is awful. <laughs> yeah, that's great. I'm I'm with Jay Z on that one. No, yeah. no, like just have Jay Z. He's got so many great songs. Oh my God, and just solo stuff where it's not yeah. even like with a, yeah, just yeah. I, I listened to like 99 Problems again because I hadn't listened to that in so long. Yeah. Oh my God, it's great. Yeah, so good. Um, so oh, but and apparently also Jay Z produced the. He was like really um involved in producing the Dr. Dre one. So I think he's, mm. like, involved in however he fucking wants to be. You yeah, know? yeah, I mean, but, um, you yeah, know, he'd be a great halftime show. And then I was like, Eminem could do a half? Has Eminem done he it? Did, well, he came out with Dr. Dre. Oh, I think oh, okay. he did a, uh, I, I'm 99% sure he came out and did, like, okay. did a verse uh, okay. with them And then I was thinking, year. like, maybe they could do, like, a metal, like, maybe Metallica could do the halftime show, but... Yeah, because well, yeah, they haven't done a rock halftime show in a while, I feel like, And Metallica so. just got all that, like, Strangers thing kind of they did like a oh did they do a Stranger Things well, like they, soundtrack I guess the Stranger Things used one of their songs and that you know, shows yeah. a cult and so people all of a sudden are like giving Metallica all this love now which, everyone loves Metallica now, yeah, now they're, yeah. they are kind of a pop band I think if like if yeah. a metal band yeah. could do it it could it's be Metallica, Metallica yeah. and they would be they would be good but my final answer mm. I had time to think about this at work obviously yeah, he, um, my final answer is Kid Rock <laughs> Wow. Okay. Kid Rock. I think Kid Rock would be fucking awesome. I mean, Kid Rock is great. I I think, unfortunately, I just think he's taken too much of a political turn where it would overshadow. I think it would balance out the end racism bullshit on the end zone (laughs) if we had Kid Rock on stage with little people and strippers. And then yeah, you have, you know. so you can have the woke and the anti woke come together. Yeah, you know, that could be unifying. cultural moment. Because that's what we need. Yeah. It needs a balance. Yeah, like, if, yeah. if, if we're doing touchdowns with end racism, which to me screams, <laughs> we're racist. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> but if the NFL is like, it just seems racist to have end racism. Like, what are you trying to hide? Um, I think that would be a beautiful moment in culture to have Kid Rock going ba with a ba with some strippers and little people. It's you know it's an interesting choice. You know, would love to see ba with a ba. Of course, I'm being it. sarcastic a little. I don't know if people, no one's listening, but I'm making jokes. Um, but also, I would love Kid Rock to perform. I think that would be awesome. Yeah, um, you know what? I hard to argue that choice. Yeah, Kid and Rock. He's relevant from the Pamela Anderson documentary. Yeah, and... God, with well, yeah, just the he was her take was that just he was nice but not electric enough. Basically, she was just... basically like there. Yeah, I married him, but there was no spark. I mean, that's <laughs> that was the best part of the documentary for me. Yeah, no, yeah, that was yeah. He was in it for about a minute and a half. And... That was that was all the airtime he got in the yeah. Pam documentary. I think he should have got more because, and also she's Bob, yeah, Bob, just Bob. Bob yeah. was nice. Bob, Bob. He was nice to my kids. Yeah, like, Bob yeah. was nice to my kids, but, you know, <laughs> there is just no electricity. It's like, oh, my God. Yeah, that's pretty good. I also, like, Kid Rock had a line, I guess, like, one time where he um, he stopped doing coke, and he was, like, doing some interview where he was like, yeah, I stopped doing coke, and I had to learn how to drink again. <laughs> that's pretty good. It's <laughs> absolutely, like, has no, no, like, perception of how he comes across, you know, just... <laughs> Like, I don't know. Anyway, pretty great. Um, speaking of great, what do you think of... Uh, everyone's obsessed with this Sam Smith, this new song, Unholy. Like, he's really yeah. blowing up. Yeah. Um, but I guess people also think he, like his performances are satanic, which everyone is just... Yeah, so I think there was another... Idiot. Yeah, the, the satanic stuff, because there were people saying that about Rihanna, too, I think. I think that was like a far-right 
talking point about Rihanna is that it was somehow oh. satanic. Oh, yeah. We, well, yeah how I mean, did we forget to mention yeah, the satanic yeah. element of Rihanna's black, uh, red and white, yeah. minimalist, uniform yeah, yeah. aesthetic? Yeah, yeah, Definitely. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, now, all right, so my initial thought on just, uh, you know, more just on the song Unholy, I think it's the best pop song since uh, Lil Nas X, Old Town Road. I think it's good. I think it's got a good beat, and he's got a great voice. I cannot connect to it. I don't know why. I to me, it sounds like a B side from the Moulin Rouge soundtrack. The, wow. Like, okay. Movie. Wow. Like I, I do not understand this song. I keep trying to listen to it and get it and like get into it. I just think it's you know it makes you want to dance. I oh wee yo wee yo. I'm like oh are the can can dancers <laughs> coming out now? Like is this did Boslin? I don't know any of the words. I, I except for unholy. I, I, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And it's also weird how like yeah a lot of like men are connecting to this song in a way. Like I feel like it's a lot of like boomer. Go- I hate you know older like white guys really like this song in a weird way. I'm like I yeah, yeah. and I think on that end of it, I don't think it goes much deeper than it's a good beat and he has a good voice. Like, I really think that that's the yeah. extent of it. Sure, yeah. It's not... I, I don't know. It's a song about, like, a cheating husband, right? And yeah, like yeah. And cheats. I don't know. I, I, I don't... I don't see the controversy. I don't see the interest. I don't see it. I, I feel nothing really toward it. Um, yeah, no, I, I just think it's a good pop song. I, I just think bad. it's a good, yeah. I just think it's like it's got a fun beat and he has a good voice. I, saw I think him. that's all it is. He, he you came, saw him at the, he yeah. He came to the place I work. He like strolled through and he looked amazing. Like he's one of those celebrities that like yeah. kind of, his clothes are so expensive that he borderline sparkles. Wow, okay. Because it's just yeah. like, he had this um, amazing like um, tennis ball green colored um blazer and then I, I forget what pants but then he had these like louis vuitton boots on that looked like uggs but with like the louis vuitton um logo almost like in okay. this like, relief so it was like these big kind of he's really tall wow he's really tall and, i wouldn't uh, have guessed that yeah he looked yeah i he heard looked sam smith taylor swift a couple tall pop stars in this tall in this podcast yeah. yeah they should they should talk how tall like do you think like like over six foot I don't know. I don't know. I was just surprised how tall he was. Yeah, he okay. Like, he he was just surprised, uh, noticeably taller than you would expect him to be. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. But he looked great. He looked. I was like, wow. There. He, yeah. He looked. Uh, he had like a little posse. Um, I think it's a good song. I, I, I think it's yeah. No, I, I think it's the best pop song since Old Town Road. I think it's catchy. It's got a great beat. He's got a great voice. It's interesting because I do think I like Little Nas X. Like I do think um, Call Me by Your Name. That song, Call Me I don't by Your Name. One. It's uh, it's like Little Nas X's. It's one of his songs called "Call Me by Your Name," Montero, and, okay. I, and that, it's another one where I don't know if he got in trouble for satanic, quote unquote, satanic imagery. My God, people! It's like the Catholic Church harbors pedophiles. That's what satan- that's <laughs> yeah, satanic. That's, that's, that yeah, is satanic. That's where Satan is. Not yeah. people wearing red and alluding to like well, what was the one sex or whatever? They're yeah, no. To, my God. Well, didn't Little Nas X? I think like in. Didn't he do a pre- either a performance or one of his music videos where, like, he, like, makes out with a guy dressed as the devil or something like that? Like, Yeah, I think he was using, like, devil, like, quote-unquote. Which is, like, ridiculous. Like, it's, like, silly. Like, like it's, like. There are, you, you can watch a horror movie and it doesn't yeah. mean, you know, Wes Craven isn't making Scream and then also, like, trying to tell people subliminally to, like, wear a mask and stab people. No, so yeah. People it's... have no understanding anymore about what a movie <laughs> is and, like, someone's 
fantasy that they're creating as art versus no it's very literal dogma yeah dogma you know yeah. like this yeah. it's just crazy they're it's people have lost their minds they yeah just, no the the last i'd say the last seven years have broken people's brains they're just they're, just on every level They've lost, yeah. It's the simulacrum. What is it called? The simulacrum. The, singula- the singularity. Singularity and the simulacrum, where the, it's like the simulated reality is more real than the actual reality we're living in. You know what I mean? So yeah, like, yeah. Whatever you read online is real versus what's happening in reality is not real. Yeah, Something and that just like goes, yeah, everyone's on some kind of device 24 7 right yeah yeah, yeah. and that's so, real and to that's them. becomes their yeah. that becomes real life and you have to log off you know we have to log off all right speaking of um real life i yeah. got i like to read some rock memoirs because uh you know i, I was very influenced by behind the music growing up i like to say that yeah. really that really imprinted on me i think i, I think <laughs> it did as a child I, I, of the I, 90s i love i love a rock story i love behind the music um, and yeah, there's, there's, I, I, a celebrity memoir in general is nice. It's nice to read. It is nice, Justin. It's nice to read. <laughs> so. It is nice. <laughs> and um, I think one of my the best ones I ever read is this book. It's called Dirty Rocker Boys, and it's by... Dirty Rocker Boys. I'm not ashamed to say it. No, yeah. yeah Dirty yeah. Rocker Boys. I think it's with a... Well, lot. She, she's getting to it in the title of you know what you're getting in the book. Right. Not beating around the bush. No, yeah. Um, this is about some Dirty Rocker Boys, and it's written by... <laughs> Um, Bobby Brown, who was the Cherry Pie girl yeah. um, in the mm. Warrant video for Cherry Pie. And she also was engaged to Tommy Lee right before Tommy Lee married Pamela yeah. Anderson. That's a crazy part of this woman's story. Yeah. yeah. So she was like devastated when Pam and Tommy got married because she thought they were like, they were, gonna, she was going to marry Tommy Lee. And like maybe they were, wow. I think when Tommy Lee like went to Cancun to. Uh, kind of stalk Pamela Anderson, Bobby Brown just thought they were kind of on a break or they were like kind of fighting and not getting along. So, she, But she so, didn't think the relationship was over necessarily. And the Cancun thing, that was where they got married, Pam and yeah, Tommy, right? They, so, wow. So, okay. So they were, at least in her mind, they're still together. They're still together and they're probably going to get married because they were technically, I think, engaged at the time. Wow. So then he leaves. He and leaves, then... stalks Pamela Anderson. They do a bunch of ecstasy and get married. It's <laughs> crazy. <laughs> I know. It's insane. Okay. So, I... In her book, because DiCaprio's been in the news for flirting with 19-year-olds. and yeah, He's getting, he's getting, he's got the heat on him right now. Again, I think I, I heard, like, someone else say this. Like, why do we expect these people to be relatable? Like, they're not. Like, DiCaprio... Yeah, no, wait, what did, what did, it's also like, we've known this. Yeah. Like, we've known Leo fucks young women. So like, like forever. That's what he, of course he's, that's what he's doing. It's Yeah, it's gross. Like, it's because it's he's like, also not like us. He is a different, he has a completely different life. Like... He yeah. lives a life where he has a posse around him at all times. Like, he just is not a real... Like, he's a... I don't know. No, yeah. I'm not trying yeah. to understand why this guy likes, you know, 19 to 24 only. Because he's been a movie star since he's been, like, 10. Who cares? Yeah, he's a child. <laughs> you know, that's where he's still at mentally. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, for me, he's like a 33-year-old guy. Like, the the idea of fucking a 19-year-old is gross to me. Like, it's right. just because I'm like, this is just a child. But I'm like, of course, that's what Leo's doing. Yeah. Like, it makes a lot of sense there. That's and his type because that's what he's kind of grown up with. He's Fuck an it, inner child. You know? he's, he's an inner child. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, in this in this wonderful, wonderful literature that I read, I'm really I'm so literary. Um, are you Are you going to get to that? So now Leo was in this book. He is in this wow. book. Thank you for helping me make the connection. <laughs> Long way to get there, but here we are. So 
this book, Bobby Brown opens the book with this amazing story about hooking up with Leonardo DiCaprio. Wow, this is at the beginning of the book? She opens it up. Wow. Yeah, this is how she, because she opens it up with being left by Tommy Lee mm. for Pamela Anderson, and she rebounds with Leo. Interesting. So I'm wow. going to start to read it. If it gets <laughs> too long, I'll stop. And but, wait, um, so just set up, what what time period is this? This is like... It's in the late 90s. Late 90s. Yeah. So this late. is like post-Titanic. Yeah, I think so. Okay, okay. Yeah, post-Titanic. Right. Okay. Um, okay. So this is how she... So she's she's heartbroken because um, Tommy Lee left her for Pam. And I guess DiCaprio had been flirting with Bobby Brown at the clubs in, in Hollywood. And so she knew that DiCaprio kind of wanted to fuck her. Mm. So she was like, fuck it. I'm going to rebound with DiCaprio. She's, I'm yeah, going for she's going to do it. Yeah, right. So here it goes. I'm going to read it. If it gets too long, we'll, we'll skip and sum it up. But here we but, go. But, you okay? know, I'm interested to hear it, definitely. Okay, so she goes, Who better to confide in about my problems than a wide-eyed actor named Leonardo DiCaprio, who had a, who had about as much life experience as a Care Bear? The thing is, I told him... Well, right him, there sums up why Leonardo DiCaprio's fucking 19-year-olds. Bobby <laughs> Brown hits a nail right on the head. He is the life experience of a Care Bear. Yeah. So, of course, he's fucking children. Okay, not children. But, I know. You know, you know what I mean. You guys know yeah. what I mean. Yeah, come on, guys. Yeah. Come on, guys. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, the thing is, I told him as we chatted at the club, if you're not grown up enough to deal with their musician issues, then rock star lovers can send a girl down some very dark and dangerous rabbit holes. You know what I mean? Leo did not know what I meant. We were in the VIP lounge at the Granville, and he was looking at me like I was insane. I was insane. Kind of. <laughs> the stress of being married to one of rock... The stress of being married to one rock star, Janie Lane, and engaged to another, Tommy Lee, and then jilted thanks to my professional rival, Pamela Anderson, had taken a toll. I was tired, jaded, defeated. The speed was playing tricks on my sanity. She was a speed addict. Mm. And my behavior had grown notoriously... I'm sorry, I knew my Kindle was going to cause some problems. Hold on. Oh, God. All right, so she's on speed. Yeah, she's on speed, and she's become unpredictable. But how could Leo possibly understand? He was so fresh and upbeat. He looked like he should be drinking milk, not martinis. For years, Leo had been dancing up to me at the club, saying how he wanted to make his... He wanted to make me his girlfriend. I smiled and patted him on the head. How cute. I was seven years his senior and felt like his grandma. I'd never been someone's guilt before. Grandma, I'd like to fuck. Um, <laughs> do you think it's too Harold and Maude if I do it with Leo? I asked Cherie Sneal, ex-wife of Motley Cruz Vince Sneal, and my sister in pleasure-seeking. Cherise raised an eyebrow and shrugged. At least baby-faced Leo had a grown-up career, I thought. The Basketball Diaries, his breakthrough movie, had come out that year, mm. and he was about to star in Baz Luhrmann's, Baz Luhrmann's Romeo and Juliet. If I hooked up with Leo, who was younger, cuter, and about to be more famous than Tommy Lee, it would hit Tommy right in the ball sack. Yeah, wow, get him, get him, Bobby. So I guess this was pre-Titanic then? I don't this know. must have been pre-Titanic. I guess this is pre-Titanic. This must have been pre, okay. So, okay, so this is right after Basketball Diaries. Interesting. Yeah, right after wow. ba- fresh off Basketball fresh Diaries. Fresh off ba- grown-up career. Okay. This time, when Leo came dancing up to me, I played along. Call me. I dare you. My inner gilf was ready to party. I also love that she was probably like 28 at this point, calling herself a gilf. I know. it's <laughs> Your <laughs> self-perception of yourself is so warped, right? She's like, God, okay. Especially in, she's in Hollywood. Um, yeah. Okay. I opened my front door, and there he was. Wide-faced, cornflower blue eyes, big smile. Leo's hair was pulled, ba- pulled back in barrettes kind of weird hmm. and he was wearing a headband wow. he looked pretty like a ballerina okay 
I invited him in. <laughs> Did he just come from playing basketball? I, like, what was he doing? I have no idea. Yeah, maybe he was getting ready for Romeo and Juliet. He had to wear, I, I, I don't know, the, the barrettes and the headband? Not sure. Also, to go fuck a girl, that's what you show up in? Anyway. That's, yeah, interesting. Yeah, confidence, right? Yeah, I guess, right. yeah, I guess if you're fresh off Basketball Diaries, Leo. Barrettes and a headband, going to get some pussy, they'll, they'll be fine with it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, I invited him in. Can I put on some music, he asked, waving a CD in the air? Sure. Don't go chasing waterfalls. Please stick to the rivers and the lakes that you're used to. Leo sat on the floor, eyes closed, singing along. This is crazy. I know. This is insane. So now picture, here comes Leo. This is like a horror movie. It's I don't know. Yeah, it's basically the beginning of like I fucked a psychopath. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm fearing for Bobby Brown at this point. Yeah. Um. So he's sitting on the floor, closing his eyes, singing along to "Don't Go Chasing Waterfalls." I recognized the song by that R and B girl band TLC. It was all over the radio. I stood there for a while, watching Leo sing along, wondering what to do next and what conversation there was to make. There was none. Pokemon, new kids on the block, college. Let's go to the bedroom, I said. Leo nodded. I love how she's acting like this kid is really, like, so much younger than her. Yeah, she's acting like he's seven years old. (laughs) She's acting like... like, uh, You you know don't go chasing waterfalls. Like, you can can relate to TLC. Okay. So then she says, My bed was big and tall, and you had to climb up a small ladder to get into it. Okay. Interesting. I know. Uh, You want to get up there with me, Leo? Okay. We started kissing. I pulled his t-shirt over his head, leaving the barrettes in his hair. These barrettes must have been prominent because she's mentioned it twice. Multiple, so multiple mentions of the barrettes. They left, they left an impression on What her. is a barrette? A barrette is... Um, a barrette? It's like a little clip, basically. Okay. Like a All right. So just like a clip. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like it could be like... Um, anyway, any kind of okay. clip. Okay. So a hair clip. Okay, a hair clip. Yeah, so like yeah. pull your... Kind of clip your hair back in place. Okay. So I unbuttoned his jeans and tugged down on his boxers. What I saw made me gasp. It made no sense. The kid put Tommy Lee to shame. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Dig at Tommy Lee. Also kind wow. of explains why he still thinks he can fuck 19-year-olds because he's got a huge cock. He's I, like, you know, I, mean, I mean. Come on. Okay. Wow, Leo. I wasn't expecting that. Next to his slim body, his assets were startlingly huge. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love this woman. This is crazy. Okay. Wait, let me turn the light on, I said. I've got to see this properly. Yep, e- even under close inspection, Leonardo DiCaprio's crotch was on steroids. Wow. I couldn't take my eyes off it. Ha, wait till Tommy. I've got a bigger dick in Hollywood. Here's about this, I thought. Wow. Yeah, so this really was good revenge for her. Yeah, wow. Okay, This is so then Leo says, So, Bobby, do you have any diseases? Uh, the question dropped like ice water on my head. I hadn't really thought about it. I'd come on the age of the Sunset Strip. Well, sorry, excuse me. I'd come. I'd come of the age on the Sunset Strip, which was basically a glorified STD factory. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, probably. Okay, no one in the rock scene wore condoms. Wow, yeah, I love her know, honesty. Wow, yeah, I love her know, honesty. You know. No one had I been tested. Of course not. Nothing seemed. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You know, nothing seemed too diseased down there. But I hadn't thought to ask a doctor to check me out. On the strip, when it came to bodily juices, sharing was caring. Mm, sounds nice. I'm just, whatever. Um, also, Bobby, what about gonorrhea? Have you been tested for that? And when you suck my dick, can you do it with a condom on? 
Ugh, he's so PC. I thought, wow, this. Wow. Bad. So Leo asked her to blow him while he wears a condom. Yeah, he's clearly very STD conscious. Yeah, he's he's a clean man, and he doesn't know he's hooking up with some chick who's just down to get a yeah, disease. Yeah, no, it's interesting to be this STD, but then you're trying to fuck the cherry pie girl, like you know, like it's just. Uh, yeah, I wish I had more. Like, I guess okay. So this was in the '90s at that time. I guess if you're, like, I mean, we, the 90s was definitely, like, eight, like, you Just know. a little, po- like, like, kind of, like, from off, right off the AIDS, because uh, that was the 80s, like, but I, this is, like. I mean, no, the AIDS crisis is still going on in the 90s, and, the 90s and I grew up yeah. terrified of getting AIDS, like, terrified. Yeah, like, okay. if you had sex, yeah, like, definitely, like, they. Yeah. I got D.A.R.E., the drug, drug. Yeah, we had D.A.R.E., too. D.A.R.E. Yeah, made me terrified dare. of drugs, yeah. and sex ed made me terrified to get an STD and have have AIDS and yeah I I think by the time I had like gotten into sex ed and stuff because I don't really remember AIDS scare ever oh my god yeah I'm 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 six years older than you I'm a bit of a bit of a cougar in this relationship but um no proud of it um and uh we're like Bobby and Leo we are totally oh my god I wish I looked like Bobby Brown but um yeah I was definitely paranoid about STDs and and, uh, AIDS and stuff but um it, this is interesting, the dynamic between yeah, Leo, who's, like, clearly very, very, very STD conscious, and Bobby Brown, who's like, I fuck Tommy Lee. Like, it's, I, you know, that's, <laughs> you, you're, 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 you're taking a chance, you know? I don't give a shit, obviously. Um, if you're fucking Tommy Lee from Motley Crue, yeah, you have no chance of fighting off STD. Like, you're just probably like, you know what, I'll, I've got, yeah, a, I've probably got immunity to all STDs because I probably had them and didn't even know. Yeah, you know. But, um, okay. So anyway, truth be told, I could hardly blame Leo for feeling the safe sex. Here we go. She says, the safe sex vibe with me. Tommy Lee was one of the biggest man whore stripper chasers on the strip, but I had never sucked anyone's wiener with a condom on before. Oh, well, (laughs) first time for everything. Hang on. Sorry. It's kind of difficult to, I have an old Kindle and it's, it's not the easiest thing. Yeah, no, it's giving you a rough time. Okay. Leo rolled a rubber on, laid back, and closed his eyes. My cue to get started. I kissed Uh-oh. his belly and drew him close to me. I began to lick and kiss his gargantuan penis. Oh my god. <laughs> I tried to put it in my mouth. I could barely breathe. My wow. jaw locked. My eyeballs bulged. So I went back to licking it. Unfortunately, the latex tasted like the inside of a balloon. Yeah, it's, you can't really. It's No, I... Licking a condom? Yeah, that's tricky. Um... Tasted like the inside of a loom, bitter, reminiscent of trips to the dentist. I rode my tongue up and down, trying to ignore the acrid taste, but after a few minutes, I had to stop. The flavor, along with his spectacular girthiness, was making me gag. (laughs) (laughs) Leo, I'm sorry, but this condom tastes terrible. I don't think I can do it. Leo pulled me down next to him and kissed me sweetly. You're right, that does taste kind of funny. I pulled him on top of me. His eyes stayed open, gazing into mine. His brow furrowed a little, and he eased himself into me. I inhaled sharply. He was Titanic. Wow. She's got jokes. Titanic joke. Yeah, she's got jokes. Wow, Leo, that's nice. That's really nice. Waves of satisfaction rippled through my body. I pulled Leo. Hang on, sorry. It's, it's, uh, I don't know this Kindle. Hold on trying to just turn the page and it's giving me i mean it's interesting hearing this too in the light of because that was like a whole thing recently it wasn't the stories recently of him like you're fucking with headphones on and he just like lays there and stuff i feel like this story kind of puts new light onto that oh yeah yeah maybe he was always had kind of like high maintenance he's always been like a high maintenance fuck you know he's always got things to deal with yeah yeah okay 
So, okay, so he's inside of her, he's pumping away, and then he says, wait, wait a second, don't move, Bobby, whispered Leo, what's wrong? We need to slow down. Um, okay, we were about one minute into the lovemaking, I waited a few beats, I pilled him close again, and he squeaked, no, not yet. Um, I looked at Leo's perfect face as he grimaced, hoping to make it past the two-minute mark. He was a unicorn, rare, innocent, and horny. Wow. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, me, on the other hand, I'd been engaged, married, and given birth. I needed a man, not a man-child. Oof. Wow. Yeah. Ah, what's the point? I'm going to go get a drink, I said, pushing him off me, climbing down uh, climbing down out of the bed, throwing on a t-shirt. I was mad at him. <laughs> mad at the whole world. The speed was making me antsy, bitchy, and annoyed. <laughs> She's just high on speed. <laughs> high on speed and pissed that he was going to come in two seconds. Um, oh, oh, my God. I was... I was antsy, bitchy, and annoyed with the handsome young golden boy for making me feel like a pedophile. Oh, God. Wow. Heading down the stairs, I yelled over my shoulder, maybe you should take your socks off next time. Wow. <laughs> yeah. she, Yeah. Taking a, you know, sex is, it's powered, you know, it's, uh, it, you know, it can turn into a, a bad situation pretty quickly. Yeah, no, this doesn't sound fun for, no. either, for either person involved here. No, okay. Leo seemed confused. Uh, okay, can you make me a drink, too? How about a glass of milk? She's really leaning into the fact that she just fucked a child. It's kind of weird. Okay. I went downstairs and hung out by myself, watching TV. I just wanted him gone. Bobby, are you coming back? I heard him call from my bedroom. Nah. Leo, at his tender age, had yet to learn how to recognize damaged goods. Oh, God. Now she's just going to be self-deprecating. How was he to know he was just one of a series of revenge fucks? A little confused by my behavior, Leo got up and dressed. A few months later, I did an interview on the radio in which I mentioned Leo's extraordinary penis. Leo, apparently, didn't see the funny side um, in this. Hold on. Yeah, he got mad, right? Yeah, he did not like that she wrote this story about him and, and called out his penis. So Leo did, Leo did not see the funny side. Um, hang on. And so, basically, whatever. So he did not appreciate that she wrote this and i guess she talked about it on the radio mm-hmm. that he had this big old dick and so what he did was he sent over the guy from entourage i guess it was his kevin Connolly, that like kind wow. of short guy yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. He, he dated paris hilton's sister forever so wow. yeah he he sent over the guy from entourage to like tell bobby brown that it wasn't cool that she talked about his big dick and she was just like whatever fucking so lame. weird i know yeah god's wild anyway i thought wow. that was a great story it's yeah no it's interesting to hear and also <laughs> as, as the start of the book too that's wild um yeah to me it makes me think of the titanic scene where he's like all up behind kate winslet on the front of the boat puts that in a different light he's rubbing his giant dick on her ass yeah i wonder what kate uh, kate winslet has to say about this i wonder if she's had any like uh, did they did they ever date or no? No, but I guess they had to roll around a bunch in Titanic. Didn't they have like a sex scene in a car? And like you said, mm. yeah, he's pressing his his his. Yeah, uh, I mean, I guess if it's that big, even if it's soft, I feel it's you know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. She, I wonder if Kate Winslet knows. She's got to know. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, and you know. And also, there is a story, yeah, about him having sex with someone and keeping, like, his Beats headphones on the entire time. That was the story I was thinking of. (laughs) Yeah, he just had his Beats headphones on. Which, yeah, I guess if you have a giant dick and your whole life, and you're a celebrity and your whole life, yeah, I guess that's what you do when you fuck. You lay there with your Beats headphones on. Yeah, that's how 
connected you are to your partner. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You make him sign an NDA, and then you put on some Beats headphones and listen to who knows what is he listening to in there. What do you think? TLC. Is he still just listening to Don't Go Chasing Waterfalls? I mean, yeah. yeah, Or just, or probably, I'm honestly thinking probably just like awful, like electro techno, just Beats, maybe. Maybe it's like some like he's. He, I think he fancies himself like an environmental activist. Maybe he's listening to like mm. a Jane Goodall. To my oh my god! Yeah. Audio book while he fucks. Wow, or something. listening to an audio book. I could see that. Anyway, yeah. But well, thanks for letting me read that story. I was I was been like obsessed with that story. And no, yeah. that's yeah, that's crazy. That's yeah. uh, it also just sounds like an awful night for both people. I uh, just I'm like this doesn't sound fun for anyone. Yeah, uh, even in Hollywood, hook up, hooking up is hard, you know. Yeah, even if you're Bobby Brown and Leo, you're vulnerable. And yeah, yeah, it's you know, and Bobby Brown calling herself a gilf, and then <laughs> Leo asking asking to get head with a condom on. It's uh, yeah, it's that's eye opening stuff there. Right? Yeah. There you go. That was it. Thank yeah. you. Speaking of stories, eye opening. A... Yeah, speaking of eye opening stuff. Well, all right, all right. I was at. I went to a grocery store uh, Saturday. This okay. past Saturday. Okay. Um, I, I really what really what I thought about this was uh, I think of the JFK quote. You know, you know the famous. You know, ask what you can do for your country, not what your country can do for you. I, I feel like this made me think of this because it's, it's like four people can ruin an entire grocery store yeah. experience. Um, so like I, I get in, I'm, I'm also, I'm part of the problem here too. I got very high before I went. So I'm like fresh off getting, uh, I like took my vaporizer, went for a walk. And then on the way back, I was like, I like the grocery store. It's very not sober. So when I get in, uh, I, I'm planning my, my route. Uh, so like I walk in and first, so it's like heavy set black guy wearing sunglasses and he's like, buy the potatoes. Okay. So you come in the produce sections, like right at the beginning. So I'm like, all right, so I'm going to hit the bananas. I'll get my bananas. <laughs> By the time I'm done grabbing my bananas, he'll, this guy will have moved right. and then I'll grab the potatoes and then I'll grab some berries and I'll be on my way. So as I'm over by, uh, uh, no one's by the bananas, which, you know, yeah, this is a, a, a good start because usually there's someone by the bananas. Usually it's like a confused old man who's like, I don't know if his wife has just like told him to like stand by the bananas if he Wait. gets lost. Yeah. Like if they do that, or there's like an older lady, like who's like looking at every, so the fact that there's no one by the bananas, I'm like, this is great. Wow. I can just grab bananas. So as I'm looking at the bananas, like I realize the, the guy in the sunglasses, he's just now, he's just pacing back and forth in front of the potatoes, like a video game character oh, that I now have to. So I'm like, all right. So now I, uh, I'm like, no big deal. I, I loop around the salads <laughs> I get berries first. As I'm by the berries, or as I'm going to the berries, there's like a honeymoon phase couple. Mm. Like you could tell, like, which is fine. We've all been there. But I also don't think we, we were never in a grocery store. So she was like just mindlessly walking about seven feet in front of him, but like looking back at him and smiling, not paying attention to anywhere she's going. Oh and they're just in my way. And then I had to like dodge them. And then there was like a stocking guy. Um, and then as I'm grabbing the berries, I hear the voice of a grandfather, uh, talking to a child and I'm like, Oh God, now the grandpa and the child is making its way towards me. And then I look and it's a dad. It's just like a young dad with a beard who just sounds like a grandpa. And now mm-hmm. he, and the, these guys were following my whole, uh, you know, I should have planned this a little better, but that was my <laughs> trip at the grocery store where it was just like these four people. 
are making it hard for everyone. You can, yeah, you can figure it out. You can, you couldn't any any strategy you had were were was obstructed. Yeah, by the, the finest people in. Yeah, place. and it was no matter what aisle I went into, it was like the grandpa dad would show up and yeah. then just be walking in my just like just in everyone's way. Then it was the the honeymooning couple was just at the eggs, but like taking up the entire yeah, it was horrible. There should be a horror movie. I mean, I feel like they're making horror movies like Cocaine Bear at this point. It's like just make a horror movie about trying to get bananas. It is, like, yeah, no, the, it 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 feels like you're in a, it's the zombie apocalypse yeah. is here. Like you're we're walking amongst the zombies. And I was gonna say it doesn't matter whether or not you're a little stoned going to the grocery store. It's always no, because I'm the only one who's aware of my surroundings yeah. at this point. I like that that day in the gro- I'm like I'm the only one paying attention and trying to make room for anyone here. No one, no one cares. Yeah, except for me. I mean, there's been points where I have unleashed anger on old women in the grocery <laughs> store in ways that made me concerned about my own anger. But like they, there's people there's women there's elderly women in the grocery store who have taken such entitlement to being slow being in the way yeah and not giving a fuck even if you ask them nicely yeah yeah and you say excuse me yeah and i have said excuse me um yeah ex- oh it- Excuse me, I just need to, and they don't, and they don't even react. So I'll push my cart right into theirs. <laughs> I, I, I have, yeah, I have left the grocery store and being like, do I need to go back to therapy? Like, what am I doing here? Like aggressively no, it's, ramming it, my cart into the elderly. Yeah, no, it's it's. It, it's, it's impossible. It's, it's an impossible situation, and we should all be working together. <laughs> and, 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 you know, it's like, well, in the city at least, that's where I was upset with that the most. Like, I'm like, we should, if we all just worked together here, this could be an efficient experience for all of us. We could all get in and out and get yeah. our stuff and maneuver around this tiny, because it's in New York, it's just, there's no room for, yeah. the grocery stores are so small. There's like, it's just one way the entire time. Like, it is there's one way. And if you're, and if you're loitering, yeah. You're going to be in people's way. Uh, so that has to stop. Yeah. And and like you said, like it's like no one is aware that other people are everyone's so involved no, in, their, no one in cares. their own little in their own little uh, journey through the grocery store. There no one's aware that there's other yeah, we have to kind of work with each other. If everybody wants bananas, everybody has to work with each other to yeah. get bananas. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You can't just make your you can't just tell your large husband to wait in front of the bananas because that's yeah, gonna that, block. That's what it, now no one can get bananas. Now yeah. no one can get bananas because his this man has nowhere to go. And then some of the employees who work there, I'm sorry, they're unhinged. <laughs> the energy is crazy it, from several employees. God yeah. I mean, I can't eat. I used to do um I used to not do self-checkout until some of the grocery ladies just started throwing my items yeah, down. You had rough experiences oh with uh, with cashiers. Yeah, and then I had another cashier tell me that she loudly was complaining about the cashier behind her and said to me, you know that? You know that woman? She's got a parrot. Yeah. You know that woman? She's got a parrot. What kind of shit do you think she's teaching a parrot to say? And I'm like, what? It's insane. You're just trying to get your food. Yeah, like, I don't, I like parrots. I no. think that's cute. I would love to know the things that she taught her parrot to say. You know, yeah, you gotta, you gotta hear a bird talk. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, there's, yeah, and there's like a lady who works at the Kifu near us who like, you know, I was in. The, I was going through self checkout the other week, and the machine was just not. It just. It didn't. You know, my strap from my bag was on the scale, and when, and when I went to yeah, when I was so when I like hit you know bananas, it just scanned my bag, my bag strap. So it only had said like point one ounce. So I was like, oh well, this isn't going to line up. Now when I put all my bananas in the bag, it's not. It's going to be like there's a problem. 
So then the lady comes over and she's just not even paying attention to like what the problem is. And I'm like, no, it's scanned the wrong. And she's like, oh, no, no, you just got to put it in. Oh, you know, you just got to put it in there. And I was like, no, but it's scanned the wrong. She's like, yeah, no, just put it in. Wait, yeah, wait, wait, wait. And then she's just like hitting buttons. uh, Beating up the machine. (laughs) Pushing you out of the way. Not solving the problem. Yeah, it's it's a rough go of it out there. And and I I think grocery store, yeah, no, there does need to be a grocery store horror movie where you get to the grocery store and it's, you're not in reality anymore. Come on, Simon Pegg. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, come on. What are you doing? So that was, yeah, that was my um, grocery store. I thought I, I guess I thought I had more to say than I actually did yeah. on that. But, uh, you know, that was, that was my, my weekend at the grocery store the other day when I, and I just, this is a call to humanity of like, <laughs> well, let's all work together yeah. while we're in the grocery store. No, I agree. Stop blocking the bananas. Uh, speaking of bananas. Yeah. First, first new episode of Vanderpump Rules premiered this week and uh, it was... Mildly bananas. It was pretty good. It's pretty, pretty good. Crazy. Vanderpump is back in a big way. Yeah, I I wouldn't say it's back. I would say it's it's starting to come back. Like it's like mm. you know what I mean? Because it's still like um. Well, yeah. Well, they there was like the weird stretch where they had the new cast came in. And yeah. then it was COVID, mm-hmm. and now they're back with this season. That's been the last three, I think. Yeah. So I guess it's been slowly trying to come back from adding ca- characters who are just awful and like got fired for saying the N word on Twitter and were just, <laughs> were just bad in general. Um, so they they left. And then it was COVID, and it was just reality shows. I think all suffered during COVID because they just couldn't do no, anything. No, it's just like they just had to go to like Randall's backyard to play pickleball. God, I know. Oh my God. Okay, so speaking of Randall, <laughs> so. Lala has officially lost it. I'm sorry. Lala's, you know, my take on this is like there's going to be some really dark stuff that we don't know about yet that's going to yeah. come out because Lala's energy is really crazy. I, I think she's a QAnon mom at this point. I think she's crazy. <laughs> she's screaming about how bol- bol- she's afraid of her. She's afraid her child's going to get trafficked because there's there's a questionable in. in- imagery on some balenciaga thing it's like your daughter is fine like shut the fuck up fashion is crazy they're trying to be edgy they're not traffic like calm down like girl just you poor thing now you really got to work for your money and you're pissed she thought yeah. she had a meal ticket and now she's really she doesn't no more bjs for pjs or no. whatever it was and, yeah and she's just like her energy i'm sorry she has like adderall anger yeah no she's like, crazy there's something off about her yeah um She's she's she also said that like after her and Rand broke up, it came out that she had a meeting with everybody on some rooftop bar that was in the Vanderpump circle and told them that she was forbidding them from seeing Rand. And if they saw (laughs) Rand, they were out of her life. And rightly so. Tom Schwartz was like, that's a crazy thing to do. You can't tell me who to who and who not to hang out with. And if you had a friendship with Randall he kind of kept it and he was bored and he went to play pickleball with Randall and Adderall angry Lala was like, I don't fuck with you, Schwartz. You you know, I don't, I don't fuck with you anymore. I told you, I, I told you on that rooftop, it was either him or me. And, and, and Schwartz is like, what are you talking about? Well, I just can't relate to any of these people. Like I can't even imagine being called to a rooftop meeting from my recently divorced friend <laughs> who then was like, you, this is, we're all cut off now. Yeah. 
if you and she also like is dramatically refusing to say his name like we don't know it's Rand. she's like if you continue to hang out with that person it's like you had a baby, yeah, you had I a know, baby yeah. with that person yeah, girl okay yeah, yeah. and he also was married before you to someone who looked exactly like you Disgusting. and cheated on that woman with, with you yeah he so cheated like, on his ex with Lala you right? weren't marrying a saint who turned out to be a fucking dog like come no. on Lala you're insane yeah yeah she's yeah no Lala is off the deep end yeah, she's only in pajamas this entire episode she was only wearing like out at restaurants pajamas in her yeah. office pajamas and it's not even the year after COVID where people had to warm up to not wearing pajamas this is like we're two three years out yeah, like we're done yeah. with oh God. I, I do think the athleisure has slowed down in society a little, yeah, a little bit yeah, yeah. it's like less compared to 2021 2021 2022 yeah, where everyone yeah. every, like couples were eating at fancy restaurants in sitting sweats. outside in matching tie-dyed sweat sweatpants <laughs> it was yeah, it's insane. disgusting so yeah I think Lala's still keeping the COVID it was disgusting it was disgusting yeah, it was like it was Disgusting. After people had sat on their asses <laughs> yeah. for the pandemic, yeah. they chose to leave the house in the same fucking pajamas they were wearing. <laughs> it was bizarre. It's like we finally get to go outside and you're wearing oh, pajamas still. It's like it was disturbing. it was disturbing. Yeah, I didn't like it. I think it's I think it's slowed down a little bit, but Lala is clearly just I, I think she's struggling and yeah, I think she's I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, we, yeah, so to go with Schwartz, you know, we we had cuz Schwartz is what we've found is he's he's found his nuts. Schwartz yeah. like post Katie divorce. This is the most we've seen Schwartz like he stuck up for himself to Sandoval in a way Crazy. he never did. Yeah. Cuz my thing too is like any other time he'd be sticking up for himself in the past, it would be very like teenage like mm-hmm. lashing out kind of whereas yeah. like he was just very like constructive in his what he was coming at people with. And he's and he's instead of like like if he was fighting with Katie, he'd be like, I know Bubba, I know Bubba, but yeah. like, he's very wishy washy yeah. about defending himself and like saying what he feels. Yeah, and now yeah. he's like, uh, Sandoval, you ditched me for your dumb band. What yeah, the fuck was, was that about? Yeah, yeah, he was you know? yeah. <laughs> yeah, the whole Sandoval went MIA for three months because yeah. he was so focused on John Sandoval and the most extras. Yeah, and Schwartz was like, uh, we're trying to get this restaurant going, and you decided to take your wedding band on the road, and that was fucked up. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, go, go, Sandoval. And then he also stood up to Lala, where he was like, yeah. um, you can't tell me what to do. If I want to be friends with Rand, I can. And yeah. ha- having a rooftop meeting... Uh, with your friends saying, if you choose to uh, still be in contact with someone you're friends with, then you're done. It's like, what are you trying to throw me off the roof? Like, he was like, you're crazy. Yeah, this is nuts. And, yeah. and, and then he also, I think even, yeah, so he's standing up to Lala. He's standing up to Sandoval. He's kind of like become more of a person, I feel like. Yeah, no, that relationship needed to end. Him, him and, and Katie. Katie. Yeah. It was like, yeah, I mean, I that was my, it should end, like, with the drink on the head, like, <laughs> seven or eight years ago at this point. That's where it should have yeah, been or, over. Or then when she was like, they were on some trip, and she was like, "I just need you to listen." And he's like, "I promise, I don't like the sound of your voice." <laughs> I think that would have been it for me. It like if you threw a drink over me during like some <laughs> drunken weekend where you were coked up and threw a drink, I would, I would probably be like, "All right, that was messy, but." Mm. Messy, I don't know. But... but if you were like, I don't like the sound of your voice, I'd be like, all right, whatever, well, that's it, we're done. That's <laughs> shitty. Like you're not, you're not fucked up right now, and you're saying this, like you're done. Yeah. Yeah. No. So it just that split needed to happen. I think they're both yeah. better off for it. I, I think. I kind of appreciated how prominent Peter was in this. 
Trying, <laughs> I feel like they're trying to push Peter for some reason. Well, they need Peter because, like, Brock's is gone. Like, like they had Sheena show up to the New Year's Eve party without Brock. Like, that's how much Brock has just been, like, I, cast aside yeah, this season. which I'm like, I've, I have no feelings for either way. It's like, <laughs> yeah, no. I, I don't care if Brock's there or not. I don't really know why he's off the show. Or apparently they're, like, not really into him filming. I, I, I really don't know what that's about. Um... Yeah, I don't know if he did something behind yeah. the scenes that it would happen, but he's clearly, yeah, he's clearly on the back burner right now to the point where they made Sheena arrive to the New Year's Eve party alone. I think it's bad for Sheena because it, like, it kind of makes her less, like, I was like, I forgot Sheena was even there. Like, I don't know. Yeah, she know. didn't do much, at least in the first episode, from my memory. But they're really pushing Peter, like, having this kind of constructed romance with Raquel and, like, trying to make James and his new girlfriend jealous. But Peter lo- just looks like he's really tired from working at the restaurant and then he shows up to the party and he looks like he has gas yeah he's just <laughs> hunched over with his hand on his hip the yeah. entire time he looks like he ate something and he's having some uh, gas gas issues like i don't know it's yeah, like, yeah no they had to do the thing where like he had to approach uh james kennedy and be like yeah so i'm going out with raquel i hope that's all right yeah, yeah. and james james is like drinking again and he's just like i don't like how you can fuck that cunt i've already <laughs> yeah, been there done that or i'm with the love of my life already yeah. so i already found the love of my life i met mean. a woman she looks exactly like my mother and she's the love of my life <laughs> yeah, that's... It's crazy. when you would raquel was like ellie and he was like yeah the love of my life yeah yeah you mean love of my life i don't know yeah raquel and james are both drinking too much and bloated and it's like really dark like their breakup is clearly guys yeah. he's clearly yeah clearly gotten to both of them james of them. james's new girlfriend weighs like 40 pounds she's a tiny woman yeah and i feel like raquel is kind of trying to like find herself like i think she's at that age too like maybe late 20s she got she's done with this relationship and she realizes that occupational therapy with special needs it might, it is, it's a lot of work and it's it's, it's more yeah. fun to just get wasted on a reality show but she's still trying yeah. to find out who she is and uh it's just i don't know it's kind of hard to it's, it's kind of dark like she's like a, yeah when she thought she had to have this meeting with james's new girlfriend and then she just looks kind of like desperate i don't know i'm like eh. she's she's finding herself yeah. again at this point making out with peter and a clearly Peter. like scripted making out with Peter. Yeah, I I, I wonder if those two actually. This, I don't really know that they actually did anything. I think it's kind of for the show. I think it's for the show. Yeah. I think it's for the show. I didn't see any. Yeah. Any connection at all? Like Peter yeah. wasn't even like with her when they were like like he was just in the background <laughs> with hunched over. Yeah, like he was farting. <laughs> yeah, like, it was just, it was crazy. Uh, and yeah, yeah he's just like sweaty. Like, it's, like just, his mouth open, like looking around. Yeah, like, yeah, the uh, yeah. So there's no way that's like actually what's going. No. I mean, that, that, that's for the show. Yeah. Um, I honestly, I hate to say it, like I do. This is, in my opinion, this is the best Raquel has looked ever to me. Yeah, this is, I think this is the best she's ever looked. Hmm. Um, but her energy is kind of yeah. She's got yeah. So, she's got like lost energy a little bit. Yeah, I think she has yeah. lost energy. Which, yeah. I don't know. It's kind of real. It's probably like the which you know, I get it. If you're you know you're Archella, that happened. Oh Ar- Ar- Archella happened, and oh now they're not getting God. married. So but then we also watched. There was like a Watch What Happened Live uh, that which, came on right after with Tom Sandoval and Tom Schwartz and. 
the Bra- Bravo made this shady question to Tom Sandoval, like, Tom Sandoval, do you regret spending so much money to help fund James's engagement to Raquel? Yeah, no, it was the, can you defend? <laughs> they were, like, oh. asking each other, like, can you defend something your friend... So they asked Schwartz, so like, Schwartz, can you defend Tom Sandoval spending so much of his own money on, on James Kennedy and Raquel's... <laughs> engagement. Yeah, yeah, they asked him, like, shady. When they asked, they were, they asked the one question where, like, do you think Peter's gonna work at Surf forever? Like they like, yeah, but they, they, like, they stuck up for Peter. They're yeah. like, no, he's he's actually yeah. scheming. And also, and even if he does, who cares? Like, it's like, yeah, yeah. Well, we actually went to Sir, not to Brad. Yeah, we were at Sir, end of 2021. It we was were there. So dark. We, I felt really. I felt it was like. A and we had, we we should say too. We were we were there at like seven o'clock. Like we were it was we were there early. We're it old was people. yeah. We were there early. Yeah. On but, substances. Yeah, we were partaking in the legal weed, and we went there. And um, I immediately I was like, oh, this is so fun. We're going to go to Sir. And then once we got there and Peter was there working, I felt kind of creepy just like watching well, this Yeah, man. the whole night was so, because so, we walked up and there was a dude who looked exactly like Lisa's son, Max, standing at the moment. We were like, is this, like, we were yeah. like walking up and he, and we walked up and I was like, hey, we have a reservation for two. And he just went, great. Yeah, and he was also wearing, like, a suit. It was unclear if he worked there, if he yeah, didn't work there. Yeah, but yeah, so he was like, great. It was and very... I was like, uh, I was like, so do we just... And he's like, yeah, you just go in. Yeah, and we were like, okay. And then um, we sat down. Our waitress hated us. She fucking hated <laughs> us. Anything we ordered, she was like, mm, yeah, okay. Mm, you have yeah. the pasta okay. 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 And you'll have the pre pear, okay. 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 You want cheese, you don't want cheese. Okay. okay. Yeah, burger. Okay. Okay. Um, and then I watched Peter flirt with this like group of women who I think bachelorette doing, party. I think it was a bachelorette party. party. Yeah. And then I realized like this guy's actually the smartest. The bachelorette one. party also like dagger eyed us when we came in. I noticed. Oh, I don't know. We, we got dagger eyed. No from, one likes we, us. We got dagger eyed from the bachelorette party. We're... They the one girl like was like. Really, yeah. really staring at us. I don't know. It's I don't like, know. What did we do? We're just yeah. lame. We're just a boring couple. We're just probably like not cute <laughs> enough. We probably just weren't like cute or fancy enough for that the vibe. That yeah, no, to I go, don't. You yeah, know? no, we didn't. We 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 didn't dress to the nines for sir. I don't yeah, think. we were just clearly like stoned and like whoa, you know, probably that's all. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so I felt, but but so I watching Peter, I was like, oh, he actually has it made because he works at this restaurant, so he has a salary, or whatever. But he also gets laid. He probably clearly. makes like good money there. Yeah, he probably like makes good money. He clearly gets some groupie pussy. He gets like, laid. He yeah, gets, yeah. I mean, I thought he was gonna fuck that whole bachelorette party. Like, <laughs> he definitely gets some strange pussy from that restaurant. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's got it made. Um, but it also felt weird just, like, watching him work. Like, at one point, Peter and one of the, like, dishwashing staff were having, like, a tense conversation about something going wrong in the kitchen, like, right next to us. And I was like, I feel like a total voyeuristic creep right now. Yeah, you know? and it was like, because, like, the, the they, they were, like, playing the show behind the bar. Like, the show was just, yeah. like, playing on mute behind uh, the bar. God, yeah, it was yeah. just like, wow, this is uh, this is an experience. And then, we, and then we were, like, waiting for our cab, and these two women came out from Sir, and they were so <laughs> Wasted. fucked up. Yeah, like... So fucked up. And this, and this is like 7.30 at night. Yeah, yeah they like, were ha- like hammered. And then it was just like, I just wanted to get the fuck out of there. And then we had to like cross the street. And we we think it may have been Lisa. We think Lisa Vanderpump may have yelled, Go! No, <laughs> no. <laughs> no it, was, it wasn't Lisa. It wasn't but Lisa. some older woman, we were like trying to get to our cab. cab and we... 
because we're from New York. We don't know LA's street etiquette. Like we don't yeah. know. We were like in the middle of the street. We're not. It wasn't like a crosswalk or anything. Uh, and this woman was like, stop. I guess it stopped to let us go. And she just like leaned out of her car and was like, go. Yeah. It was very like large Marge from uh, Pee Wee Herman's Big Top. Where you're like, was that woman alive? Was she dead? What's <laughs> yeah, happening? Was, yeah, yeah. We had to like run to the cab. Crazy. That, anyway. that was yeah. So yeah, what anything else happened on Vanderpump that we didn't hit? Uh, Sandoval's bringing it this year. He's got a mustache. Sandoval's bringing it. Um, I'm trying to think. I yeah. I mean, I guess that's all. I, I really uh, Schwartz yeah. really stood out for me. Yeah, Schwartz was a standout. Um, um, but I mean, otherwise, uh, otherwise, no, I don't think so. I, I mean, I think there's going to be a lot of. Uh, fighting with James coming up about um, his drinking and stuff. Yeah, James is a ticking time bomb at this um, point. But yeah, I don't know. I don't really remember. I love that they were like they all were just like James is doing really well with it. Like when anybody <laughs> yeah. asked about like how they felt about James going back into sobriety, they'd be like, "Well, he's doing okay with it." Yeah, I don't know. I'm interested. I guess they are going to talk a little bit about Ariana and Tom and whether or not their relationship is open, mm. which I think that's going to be interesting to address. Because Yeah, we'll you know, see what goes on with that. It is kind of an interesting relationship at this point. But um, yeah, I guess that was our episode, Entertainment, Entertainment. Yeah, Entertaining, four. Yeah, conversation with Justin Ingermeyer and Keon McKee. We're going to get out on some big balls in celebration of Tom Schwartz finally finding his, his nuts after... His divorce with Katie. Yeah, so. yeah. I think it, this is gonna. It's gonna go down. This is good for both parties. And yeah, that right. I love this song. When when I was little, uh, my one friend Tina's mom was like really into rock and roll. Okay. And she would like play this as we drove to the beach, and I thought it was like so fun. That's like, cool. Yeah. It was, this is yeah. If you're a kid, this is probably. I thought it was like the funniest song yeah. in the world. <laughs> it's gonna okay. take a while to get the big balls part. But. Yeah. Okay. Did you ever listen to ACDC? Uh, you know, I've heard some of their hits. Yeah. Uh, you know, I can't say I'm the biggest ACDC guy, but... Uh, I saw them with my brother once. It was like... That's pretty cool. It was really fun. Where'd you see them? Madison Square Garden. Oh, it wasn't it? I was in Jersey. It was, uh... We had to go to Jersey. Oh, did yeah. you go to, like, um, PNC? Like, yeah. Yeah, was it, like, an outdoor kind of? No. no okay. Prudential Center? Yeah, Prudential Center. Oh, wow. Interesting. Okay. Wow. Pretty good. Always bouncing. Okay, that's it. All that's right. Pretty good. All right, thank you guys. Thank you.